Hello and welcome to the Lazy Podcast. This is episode 8 of the podcast. Um, it has been a while since I last uploaded an episode of the podcast. I think it's been about two months, more or less. Um, on the last episode, I had my friend Mario over for a discussion about, you know, if it's university worth it and should you go to university and all that. Great, great episode of the podcast and I recommend listening to it if you haven't already. Um, and the reason for not uploading an episode of the podcast for so long is I think there hasn't been anything interesting in what I find interesting to, to upload uh, and to do an episode of the podcast for. On this episode, I want to talk about Casey Neistat a little bit and why I think he is the king of vlogging on YouTube and he is such, he revolutionizes the genre so much. Uh, so the last couple of years, more or less, he pretty much stopped vlogging. Uh, so he would upload once in a while a, a video that, you know, something happened in his life or I don't know. Or, um, and then recently in the last maybe month or so, he started uploading more regularly. Um, and I can see there's a lot of things that I want to talk about. Uh, first of all, I am a huge, huge fan of Casey Neistat. I've always been since 20, 2013, 2014, when he was daily vlogging. Um, so, yes, and, and I think he's a huge inspiration. Uh, not only for vlogging, but, you know, for a, a self-made person, for, for a YouTuber, for doing what you like and, you know, doing things your own way. And um, I, I have you know, seen a fair amount of him and I've read about him and I've listened to podcasts where he has been, like H3 podcasts or wherever else he has been. Um, and I know he hasn't had it easy as well. And it's just uh, such an inspiring story for me. Uh, you know, having it, you know, hard and trying to, you know, be self-made and, you know, all of that stuff that everyone likes. Um, so if I go to his... Uh, YouTube page and see sort of like the last two weeks of uploads or something there's clearly clearly a pattern that I can see here first of all his videos all of them are in an average of five to eight minutes um, and that is only because I think he's such a clever man and he knows what's happening on social media right now you know with TikTok being so popular and the one thing that we can clearly see is people want one thing that more content and they want shorter content. So his all of his uh, vlogs used to be 10 minutes, so 10, 10 to 12, 12 minutes, uh, more or less, in an average. And we can see a pattern here that, you know, he has studied the market and he has studied the situation and he is the one to set standards and because we know he is he's the one to, to do to set a trend that people will follow sort of you know with the daily vlogging and you know with the sort of cinematic vlogging and with the time lapses so he was the first if not the first one of the first people to do it to have sort of traditional in quotes traditional storytelling in a youtube video whereas before people would be like oh hi guys i'm here 
to the supermarket, oh hey, now I'm here, I'm doing this, now I'm here, I'm doing this, or sort of his videos follow story beats, let's say, so it's like, he will start with the main event, you know, like the main beat of the video, whatever that is, on the first few seconds, so it just grabs your attention, and then he would start low, so it's sort of like a movie, you start slowly, you know, you know, with the information on what's going on, and then you go high with the main event, and then you close low again. So it's sort of like main traditional story beats, you know, that movies or TV shows follow. So he was one of the, if not, again, if not the first person, one of the first few people to do it on YouTube. Um, and and as, as I said, it used to be 10 to 12 minute videos, you know, longer videos, but now things have changed on social media and, and in terms of attention spanning and in terms of what people are looking for. Um, so if we go, for example, like, I don't know, a month ago, um, we can see he has a, Jamie Foxx gave me a black eye, sort of like a, a very interesting video where he met Jamie Foxx and a bunch of things happened, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then that video is 10 minutes, 49 seconds. Uh, and then on the next video, it's called showing you what happened to me. That's a six minute video. So we can see already he has realized or or sort of starting to realize that shorter videos do better. Uh, at this at this time at this day and age because if it, this was five years ago shorter videos would not go that far because YouTube had that um, ten minute video where you can have mid rolls YouTube has that now to down to eight minutes but I, if I'm being honest I don't think AC Neistat cares about that because I don't I think his videos do well anyway um, so we can see even though he upload he used to upload once in a while his videos used to get over 1 million views all the time so if we go like six months which this was only three four videos ago so he he stopped for a while and he used to you know he uploaded once in a while um and then six months ago we can see 2.5 million views and then four months ago 1.4 million views and then four months ago again he talks about um the black lives matter protests and all of that, that happened 1.9 million views um and then surfing at an abandoned water park which is sort of like a fun video this is a 10 minute video so all of these videos are close to 10 minutes that i'm talking about uh the water park video has 1.7 million views uh and then there's a video called i don't know what i'm doing anymore that's 10 minutes 47 2.7 million views about a month ago and then the jamie fox video which has 1.8 million views uh and then this is what he's a master at is there's a video uh, with uh, titled she's still my wife dot 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 but uh, and the thumbnail is him and his wife um, in a car i think that video was about him getting fined for a parking ticket i'm i'm not i'm sure i'm not sure i haven't i've seen it but i've seen it a while back um and so what this does this it gets more people to to watch because as i said these story beats people who have watched his videos before they know you know like characters i'm i'm saying characters they're people in his life but you know 
sort of like if you if you take it as a as a short movie, uh, characters like um, his wife or you know his kids or he you know, friends or whoever is on the video. So he's using those story beats that people know to get um to get views and that's that's very interesting. But uh no I like like someone that's unknown, for example, like not already established as a YouTuber could not do that. So if I did that for example, no one would click on it because you know, I haven't established myself as a vlogger or you know my my life or my you know people around me and all of that so that's the key difference why he's able to do it and why that video is able to get 1.5 million views um and then the next video is it says never do this in a public bathroom again sort of like a you know forcing you to click on it like sort of like you're interested like oh what did he do i want to click on it um and then the next video is the truth about why I quit 1.7 million views. And it's sort of talking about why he he hasn't been vlogging anymore and all of that. Um, and then the next video is about the GoPro Hero 9. Um, and then the next video, again, using the same story beats, I started a fight I'll never win. So you can clearly see a pattern here. So it's either, you know, using bits from what's going on in his life and all of that um and as i said not everyone can do that because not everyone first of all has a very interesting life like casey does um for example i have tried vlogging and if i'm not going somewhere i cannot do a vlog because my life is not that interesting and most of most days i'm not doing anything interesting anyway or anything worth filming i would say um, and again, next video, um, he involves his family again, and then next video, uh, saying that he made a mistake, and then it's an addiction and it's real, so he's probably talking about running. Um, so yeah, and then he also talks about an electric car that's not a Tesla, so it's all also like... So, so very very classic Casey Neistat esque videos, um, with very interesting thumbnails. So he he is one of the few people that I see he always chooses um, a high a high quality picture for a, for a thumbnail and not you know not as much text as you know other people would use like thumbnails you know made on phot in Photoshop and you know with fancy colors and text and all that. He he does not do that. I don't think he ever used to do it. So that's like part of his identity um i would say and yeah so one thing we clearly clearly can see here is a shorter content so five to to seven or eight minutes i would say uh, which is key to what's going on in today's um social media another very interesting fact is that in the last couple of years, he has grown from 10 million subscribers to 12.2 million subscribers. And he hasn't even uploaded that much in the last couple of years. Um, the question is, what can people learn from this? You know, if you want to be a self-made person, if you want to do it your own way, and if you want to do, you know, have your own living and set your own rules, is he's already a an established established 
creator on YouTube with loads of connections, with a big name. His name is a big brand as well, you know, like that companies want to uh, be involved with um, and, and all of that, you know. And is he's always involved in, in what's happening, uh, you know, in the world as well, sort of like, you know, with uh, the COVID-19 stuff and with the Black Lives Matter movements and um, and all of that. So he's, he's clearly following, not trends, because it's real problems, but sort of what's happening in the world. And he, you can see that he, <clears throat> you can see that he cares. Um, and one thing that I think he still possesses, even though he he's probably a multimillionaire one thing he still possesses is uh, being an everyday guy with everyday problems um and that's that's how people are still able to connect with him because he shows and and it's again that context that is already built with his audiences he shows he has a family a family has everyday problems if you're married you have everyday problems if you have if you have kids you have everyday problems you know taking them to school, making lunch, or, or whatever, you know, everyday problems that everyday people have. <clears throat> and he is able to turn those situations into sort of like a, a short movie, a five-minute movie, um, every time. And that's that's why I think he's still maintaining that relatability where other YouTubers aren't able to... Um, because of what they are showing to their audiences, um, he he does their occasional videos sort of like flexing, you know, with the expensive um, f flights and with the expensive, you know, like business class flights or whatever they're called. Um, but someone else is paying for them most of the time, so that's still people. I think he has made it clear that. Um, Whenever he does something that's ridiculous, he's probably paid for or he's probably working with a company. Which is a good thing because that's obviously that's how he's able to maintain his relatability with uh, people. Um, and he, he has the, the odd video with, you know, celebrities like Will Smith and more recently Jamie Foxx and, and you know, all of that. Um but one one other thing that I've always wanted to talk about is him setting trends, him trying like one thing I, I that I like about him is always trying to do the next thing. Um, sort of he had beam and that that didn't work out very well. He's but I think he he made a fair amount of money on it. I'm I'm not sure. It's not really what you know I'm interested in. But he did make his own thing, and then. Later, he tried to do the uh, 368 company, which um, smaller creators, like every creator would be able to join and, you know, help each other and all of that. Um, I, I don't know what happened to 368, really. Um, but again, still trying, uh, trying to do things and trying to do your own thing and, you know, not just resting you know like relying on things because he, he is that guy he's that guy that always wants to do the next big thing um which is very interesting to me as well because i've have tried to do 
my own thing with you know YouTube and whatever that is. Um, so there's definitely a lot of things that you can learn here. So to to finalize my thoughts, what can we learn from looking at Casey Neistat? Is do your own thing, be as creative as possible, um, try to be as original as possible, um, and have your own distinct style. Because if you were to show me a random video without a title and without like a thumbnail or something, I would be able to tell that that's a Casey Neistat video just because of his distinct style and, and the way he films and the way he sets things and the way he, you know, sets his story bits. Um, whether that's through editing or if it's scripted or not, which I don't think they're, the videos are scripted. It's just everyday things and maybe, maybe you know, on you know, in editing, in the editing process, he's able to cut things here and there and make it, you know, more interesting and make it look like more dramatized, let's say, which is a great thing. I love it. Um, so be your own, your own, do your own thing, uh, have your own distinct style. Um, because so on the last, uh, not so much the last year or so, but the last two or three years, we saw, we saw a, a genre of vlogging with ultra slow motion cinematic, uh, videos and he could he would could very very easily start copying that you know sort of like the peter mckinnon stuff which peter mckinnon was one of the first people to do it you know vlogging on 120 uh, you know frames per second and ultra slow motion and ultra color graded and whatever um uh, but i think he didn't he's still you know stuck to his own distinctive style with the time lapses and his own cinematic style um and that's why i think he's the king of youtube and the king of vlogging and that's why his videos are still getting over a million views every time he uploads um is because he's kept it his own way and and that's that's great that's fine so this is it for the lazy podcast episode eight thank you very much for listening whether you're listening on youtube or we are also on spotify google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, wherever you listen your podcast anchor i don't know where just type in the lazy podcast and you will see the lazy podcast logo on it uh, again thank you very much for listening let me know on the comments or on my social media what you think about this do you think case united is still the king of vlogging i personally think so very very much uh, and um, i will see you in the next one